and welcome to the VSA Capital Five Minute Morning Minor. It's uh, Thursday, April the 7th. Uh, morning, Ollie. How are you this morning? Yep, very well, thanks. How are you doing? Yep, not too bad. Uh, it's all sorts of interesting things in the market today, but not necessarily in mining. And it's mining we talk about on this podcast, so we better crack on, particularly as we've got the CEO of Tungsten West actually popping in in about five minutes. Um, not forgetting, of course, we've got a, a site visit on Thursday, April the 28th uh, to the mine. It's a really worthwhile site visit. If anybody wants to do it, please do get in touch with us. Um, now, what have you got? Probably you want to talk about Camel first, don't you? Uh, um, corporate client of ours, but you know, it is the Carlsberg of mining. Yep, good place to start. Um, they've announced their Q1 figures, obviously, uh, for production. Obviously, the full year results were only the other day, so it's not um, particularly long announcement but uh cop production of 3000 tons was up 5% year on year um there is a seasonal impact so q1 is is normally the lowest in the in the year due to the winter in kazakhstan so it's it is down q on q um sales were pretty much in line and that's well on track um for the full year guidance of 30 and a half thousand tons um but you know, Coonrad keeps on churning. Cob prices is strong, so we're expecting another good year from that. Um, at Sasa, um, zinc production of 5.2 thousand tons and lead production of 6.7 thousand tons in Q1. Um, that was down year on year by 4% and 9%, um, but it was actually up 1% and 2% respectively. Um, the guidance range is, is slightly lower this year at 20 to 22,000 tonnes of zinc and 27 to 29,000 tonnes of lead. And they're on track for, for both of those. Obviously, the ground conditions which impacted production in the uh, middle to second half of last year are continuing while the mine transition happens while they move from uh, move to cut and fill mining. But in terms of that sort of new normal there, they're in a good position there and actually what you can see is that Q on Q uh, grades improved by a, a modest amount um, and, and that does suggest that they're getting on top of these ground conditions and working out how to op uh, operate them efficiently. Yeah look I mean it, it's a great company it's got fantastic management uh, I suppose that you know the market is just sitting waiting to see what the next move is, what the next acquisition is, and that's why unfortunately it yields eight percent because people sort of say, well, it's just running for cash at the moment. Um, I'm sure they will do a deal. I'm sure it'll be a fantastic deal, and then you'll see a huge spike up in the share price. But uh, that's where we are as as we are today, shall we say? Uh, probably enough on that one, Ali. Uh, what else you got? Um, some drilling results from Benchmark Metals, one of the Shanghai Mining Club members. Um, pretty exceptional results from their project in Canada, um, 51.74 metres at 2.1 grams tonne gold and 128 grams tonne silver, um, which is 3.8 grams gold equivalent. Um, the the share price has, has been stuck in a range for probably the last nine months of about $1 to $1.10. Um, its market cap is only 190 million Canadian, which for the scale of deposit that's been indicated by drilling, it's a multi-million ounce deposit with 
strong gold and silver. Um, that does look quite cheap. Um, what's interesting about this hole is although there's some other good results from infill drilling, this extends the mineralization by about 40 meters below the existing pit shell. So, you know, a couple of more results like that, which show a, a significant step up in the in the footprint. That's the sort of thing that could get you a breakout in the in the share price from that range. Otherwise, you know, the, the infill results showing sort of what the the main component of the resource is 90 meters at uh, 0.6 grams a ton big wide intercepts of of, of, of strong gold mineralization yeah talking of shanghai mining members uh i see iconic railroad so a trading halt overnight in the asx as well uh i assume that's related to the acquisition they announced the other day um the downstream uh rare earth separation yeah no, it probably is correct yeah uh, and also, of course, uh, we sent out our invite yesterday uh, for the Mining in Dubba, our party on Sunday, May the 8th, uh, down at Cape Town at 4 Key. Um, we do it with quite a few partners. There's about 10 of us all holding it together. I think it probably is, I hate to say it, it probably is the biggest party at Ndaba almost, isn't it? Um, it it's, I think, that obviously, it was two years ago we actually had one. We had about 600 people over the evening. Uh, but obviously everybody is invited. It's a hell of a good party, isn't it, Ollie? Yep, it is. It's very good fun. Uh, and guess who stays till the end to pay the bill? You guessed <laughs> it's me. Uh, anyway, so uh, any other news or should we leave it there? Uh, just uh, another update uh, from Shanghai Mining Club members. Uh, Makango, uh, short update on, on expiration. Um, they've got a secondary project close to Songwei Hill and Kolonje Hill, uh, which is just 14 kilometres away. So they've been doing some early stage mapping, sampling, um, trenching, and that's producing some some interesting grades, pretty good numbers, 6% total rare earth oxides um, at the high end and sort of 3% across um, as, as an average. Um, but a second project in the region um, potentially would give them nice optionality and uh, expansion potential, but it's a uh, good blue sky upside at the moment. Yeah, and I'm sure McCann will be down in Darbo because obviously they're an African-based company. So uh, if you're listening, um, McCango boys, uh, do come, Will and Alex, uh, do come along to our party. <laughs> we'll call it a day there, I think, because we've got uh, amazing coming up. Ollie. All right. Thanks, Andrew.